Hi, welcome to worship. Uh, we'll pretend like we just started. Okay, well, we are about to begin with our call to worship as soon as I can get it up here. Um, there we go. And thank you for your patience. Uh, hello, everyone. We can begin again. Should we just start all the way over? Yes, we're we'll just okay. we'll just start over with a brief mention that this is uh, Earth Sunday. Good and morning. Good morning. And we had intended to do this outside and just wasted eleven minutes uh, trying that and realizing that even with moving the Wi-Fi router as close uh, to where we were as possible, it did not work. Um, and so we are back in our dining room. Welcome. <laughs> um, and we're going to get started with our call to worship. And I had this all set up, so it's going to take me just a second. All right. And join us in our call to worship. It is taken from Psalm 19, one of those beautiful psalms uh, that speak of God's work in creation. And you will read the words in yellow. The heavens are telling the glory of God and the firmament, firmament proclaims God's handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. In the heavens, God has set up a tent for the sun. Its rising is from the end of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them. And nothing is hid from its heat. Every morning we are reminded of God's glory in creation. Every morning we are reminded of God's love for creation. Come, let us worship the one who made all, is in all, and loves all. And our opening hymn will be uh, Morning Has Broken. Uh, and I'm seeing that we can hear, you can hear us now, and you can see us. So we are going to start uh, the music. Uh, our special music and hymn is provided today from Kim Ward playing piano and Julie Wood uh, singing our hymn. Thank you. 
and join us for our unison prayer. Creative God, in, in amazement and awe, in wonder and celebration, we marvel at the mystery of your creation. In, in you, all things live and move and have being. In all things, you live and move and express your divine artistry. Forgive us for those times we have squandered this earth, seeing its beauty as a resource to be exploited, rather than a gift to be enjoyed. May we today and always join in creation's song, giving thanks to you for life. Amen. All right. Well, we are, um, I can tell uh, things are still freezing a little bit and our live feed is actually um, quite behind uh, from uh, what you're seeing. We're about a minute or so ahead of you. Um, and so that's gonna make it a little difficult uh, when we do prayer concerns, um, but we're gonna figure this out. Um, I'm tempted to just stop and just restart everything, but I'm afraid that um, I'm gonna lose a lot of you. Uh, so we're going to see how this goes. Um, but uh, if you do have a prayer concern, whenever you hear this message, go ahead and type it in um, if it's something you'd like for us to share, and we will go from there. Uh, but we are going to pass the piece with some jazz hands. Jazz hands. And uh, we are the going. Ones that you're with. Yes. Uh, and we, I didn't hug you. Uh, and we're going to, sorry if I'm a little flustered with all of our uh, technology. It's okay. frustrating to me. Um, I want it all to work well. And um, we're going to have some children's sermon. And I'm going to step away and see if I can maybe check on the internet or something uh, and let the kids come up here. That's right. Hey, kids, it's our time now. And I want my kids to come join me. Hi, Oliver. Thanks for joining me. So there are lots of things going on. It's Earth Sunday. Um, if you were there with Dinky and JYF, then you got to uh, know already that Earth Day is coming up um, this week. And if we were outside like we thought we were going to be this morning, then you would have seen signs of new life all around us. Uh, we had the chickens behind us and there are these eggs that represent new life. There are little, little plants that are popping up all over the place, especially in our garden that's out there. There's new life everywhere. Did you know that? Hi, Bodie. Hi, Thanks it's spring. It is spring outside. And I have something for you. You have something for me? Yes, it's a new life. New life, <gasps> Bodie. It's a flower. A dandelion. Bodie brought me a flower. Good people. Isn't smell that it. beautiful? Mmm. Mm, smells like a dandelion. Can smell. Can you smell it? Ooh. Do you want to smell it? Beautiful. You can't smell it when it gets to the big snowball form because then it'll just go straight up your nose. Yes. Here, Bodie, I'm going to add that to my little vase. I've got this little vase that sits in my kitchen window. And every time beautiful kids bring me beautiful flowers, then I add it to this vase. So thank you so much, Bodie. Thank that's, you. That's a great gift for Earth Sunday. Yes, yes, I thought so. You know, there are so many beautiful things about the earth that are all around us all the time. In our room right here, I can see over to the side, we've got a picture that somebody painted the waves of the ocean. I've got right now 
a tree on my necklace. You know, the handkerchief that I have right now, it has flowers all over it. A handkerchief? A handkerchief. Do you know what a handkerchief is? Were you born in 1910? <laughs> handkerchiefs, kids, are, are tissues that you don't throw away. You wash them like you would any towel or anything, ah. but you can blow your nose on them. Yeah. And all of these things that are in nature are so beautiful and they're all around us all the time. And I kept thinking of this one children's book and I know I've read it at church once before, but I was hoping that we could read it again today. And we not only get to read it today, but later Julie Wood is going to sing this for us as well. It's called What a Wonderful World. And it's based on a song that was written by Bob Thiel and George David Wise, uh, sung famously by Louis Armstrong. Um, this is illustrated by Tim Hopgood, and I'm going to read it for you this morning. So kids, you might want to go around to the other side of the table so that you can see them, okay? Ready? I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. I see the bright blessed day and the dark sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky. And also on the faces of the people going by, I see friends shaking hands, saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies crying. I watch them grow. They'll learn much more than I'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Good people on Earth Day and Earth Sunday, we sit there and we think of all the beautiful things that our Earth gives us and the beautiful people that are on the Earth and how we need to take care of everything. And so we pick up trash and we recycle and we become green and good stewards of the Earth and all that's there. We plant vegetables and fruits and beautiful, beautiful flowers. And we even let some of these first fruits of the butterflies and the bumblebees grow in our yards so that they'll be ready for the other fruits that will come later. Good people, these are God's good gifts. So kids, repeat after me. Good, good God. Good, good God. Thank you for the earth. Thank you for the earth. The waters, the waters, the land, the land, the forms of new life, the forms of new life, even the decay of old life, even the decay of old life. Thank you for life. Thank, Thank you for life. That brings us hope. That brings us hope and happiness and happiness in Christ's name. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks again for my flower bow. Oh, do you want to sing?
And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. <laughs> Thank you, Bodie. Julie won't have any problem doing better than that in just a minute. All right, good people. Let's continue on with our worship service. And as we continue on, I think it's time for us to share in our offering. Yes. And uh, we just continue to encourage everyone uh, uh, to give electronically. Um, to uh, You can uh, mail your offerings to 701 Main Street or norwalkcc.org backslash give. Just thank you so much for uh, continuing to support uh, your church uh, in all that's, uh, uh, that we continue to do and will be able to do when uh, all of this is over. Right. Uh, and let us, uh, Marty's going to lead us in a prayer of thanksgiving for our offering, and then we will sing the doxology, doxology this week, hopefully with some music in the background and not just <laughs> me by myself. God, we thank you for the gifts that are both online and by mail. These offerings made to make possible your ministry, ministry that remains the same, even though methods are being adapted. God, we thank you for the generosity of your people and for your love and grace that continues pandemic or not. Thank you for all of these people in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to put the, actually, you know what? I'm not going to put the words up. We're just going to listen to the music because we know the words. It'll make it a little easier for me. share some prayer concerns and I'm just going to put uh, one of them up on the screen here because it's exciting. Uh, Julie Wood shares that we have a new granddaughter. Sage Maxine was born on Easter morning to Carrie and Kyle Thompson. Uh, so happy uh, Easter uh, to you all. Yay, God of joy. Here are prayers. Um, we have another a uh, couple joys as well. Uh, one is today's Randy Williams birthday. So happy birthday, Randy. Happy birthday, Randy. Yay. You know, okay. Um, I was going to wonder if we were going to sing to him, but that would be another. We'll, uh, we'll let his uh, congregation at his house sing to him. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, we have another joy. Um, Paul and Myrna Barkley have a new great granddaughter born Saturday morning in Tucson, Arizona. Eliza Jane uh, Lineberry. Parents are Erica and Corey Lineberry. Grandparents are Marlene and Mike. God of joy. Hear our prayers. Yes. Um, and we have yet another joy. I'm so excited that we are having joys. Joys, joys are joyous, good people. Um, Deb Dillman's friend, uh, her coworker Jason from Colorado that we've been praying for that um, uh, had COVID, uh, he is 
doing much better. He has come off of the ventilator, slowly recovering uh, from this virus. So uh, keep, keep, keep uh, Jason in your prayers for a full recovery. He has been able to FaceTime his wife and his his two young kids. Um, so that's great. I know that that gives them hope and joy. Um, we continue to pray for Jason and uh, rejoice uh, that he is getting better. God of love and healing. Hear our prayers. And we also have a prayer concern. Uh, Becky and Don Darnell, uh, one of their friends, uh, Gary, um, was just diagnosed with a brain tumor. And um, depending on if he chooses to to have surgery and radiation uh, depends on how long it is that they're expecting uh, his life expectancy to be. He just retired in February. Uh, he's headed to Iowa City uh, to talk with the experts and, and get uh, an action plan in place. Uh, prayers for Gary, God of healing. Hear our prayers. Uh, do we have any other prayers that people have sent in? I don't think so. Okay. Just lots of prayers for our live stream uh, working correctly. Well, good people. I want us to remember um, those that are missing a lot of uh, momentous times in their lives. Uh, there are people that are postponing weddings right now. Um, they're high school seniors not getting to finish out their year. They're, they're are college seniors not getting to walk across the stage. They're good people of all ages that are completing all of these different tasks and achievements and uh, academies and, and everything. And they're not able to do these ceremonies um, that are so momentous. Um, there are people that are giving birth that aren't getting to do newborn photo pictures in the same way. Um, it's, it's these little things that um, we look forward to that we're excited about that um, we can't join in on. Um, so for all of these people, um, because um, even though I love being happy up here with you, um, to be honest with you, there have been some days that are just kind of stink, um, just some sucky days. We're just going <laughs> to put it that way because that's being honest and being real. And that's what we are as community for each other is we're real for each other. And we celebrate in those times that are joyous things, but we also recognize those times that we just need to mourn because things aren't uh, the way we want them right now. And so um, some of those those people that are on our hearts, we need to remember as well, um, continuing to uh, respect and admire and show appreciation to our healthcare workers and our grocery store employees and the truckers and the gas station employees and, and so many people that make all of this possible for us to continue life even in our pandemic state. Um, so with all of that good people, let's take in a good breath of fresh air and just be reminded that that air is such a gift of this world, of this earth, of our God, reminding us that that Holy Spirit is alive and moving and breathing and working among us. Gracious God, for all of these good things that are all around us and for the good people that are all around us and the hurting people that are all around us and the sick people that are all around us. God, be with us all. 
and allow us to see those people and to love those people and to be with those people where they may be and their highs and their lows and wherever they may be. May we always know that we can come to you and say that prayer that our Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Our Our Father, Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Well, we are uh, thankful today to have uh, Julie Wood, uh, who's provided our special music, uh, singing "What a Wonderful World," a little better than Bodie, I guess. I heard. Yes. I heard Bodie Much singing from the Bodie. other room. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then with special sermon from uh, Tim Diebel, followed by a, another song uh, from Tim Diebel, uh, and so we're going to uh, play that, and we will join you back in a moment for communion.
From the book of Genesis, we read, God saw everything He had made, and indeed it was very good. And then from the book of Job, the 12th chapter, ask the animals, they'll teach you. Birds of the air, they'll tell you. Ask the plants of the earth and they'll teach you, and the fish of the sea will declare to you. Who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In His hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of every human being. Over a century ago, the great naturalist John Muir once observed that when we try to pick out anything by itself, we find it hitched to everything else in the universe. And aren't we learning that all over again these days? This pandemic is rather demanding that we marvel at our entwinement, for we are indeed hitched. We've been learning that where one travels has consequences for what we bring home. We may make our own decisions, but they're not made in isolation. I was talking a week or so ago with Galen Bedwell about how odd it had been for churches not to be stopping by the garden center this season to pick up all those Easter lilies to decorate their sanctuaries, which of course were dark because of uh, the pandemic and the necessary closures. That, Galen said, was wince enough, but he more so lamented the loss of, uh, uh, of revenue by the small grower up near Boone, who back in December planted all those bulbs in his greenhouse and through the months ensuing has been watering and heating and tending thousands and thousands of bulbs that he then uh, grows to lilies to supply garden houses around like bedwells. He's the one who's really suffering, Galen said. And I guess I'd never really thought about where all those flowers come from. Restaurants, we have been aware, have had a struggle in all of this too. A few of them managing to stay open, reduced to carry-out service alone, but many more of them simply closed. And it's easy to see how devastating that is for the owners and the employees, but then I read how Lafredo, the wholesale produce supplier and distributor, has started selling boxes retail out of their parking lot. Indeed, our own capital city fruit doing the same. And I hadn't really thought about all those suppliers behind the scenes of all those restaurants. The ripples reach out further and further in ways we seldom see. We're all connected. Start teasing out all the people and all the enterprises behind every other person and every other enterprise, and before long, it's apparent how few degrees of separation exist between any of us. We are hitched together. The Apostle Paul understood that. Think of the way he described the church as a kind of body in which all the respective parts work in concert to animate a functioning whole. 
everything according to the image has its valuable and interconnected part to play. While he was writing to churches, focusing on their constituent interconnections, he, he knew it extended beyond the merely human. In the first chapter of his letter to the Romans, he observes that pretty much everything we need to know about God, and by extension, each other, we can learn from nature. Indeed, the ancients recognized nature to have been the first Bible. The writer of Genesis certainly understood it. Thomas Aquinas in the 13th century put it bluntly, sacred writings, he asserted, are bound in two volumes, that of creation and that of Holy Scripture. Somewhere along the way, though, we lost sight of that sacredness, that other Holy Script, and with what it teaches us about our intrinsic interconnectedness with all that is, we got it into our heads that we were really the only thing that mattered. Nature, we concluded, was simply our little toy closet filled for the sole purpose of our personal and collective pleasure, and we could do with it precisely as we would. And we did. You know, it's kind of ironic. We get understandably incensed when someone trashes the version of the Bible that has a table of contents and a collection of maps bound between two covers, but we've largely been indifferent to the blatant mistreatment of that other Bible. A short and simple walk along our road recently revealed an embarrassing collection of litter and garbage that Oblivious people have, for whatever reason, felt completely free to discard into the culvert. But the disregard is hardly confined to the roadsides. Across this planet and beyond into the atmosphere that supports it, we have blithely drilled and sucked and spilled and poisoned and belched all manner of toxins as it suited us. But a few are waking up. Fifty years ago this month, creation-minded people began an effort to change the way we relate to this earth that is the Lord's along with everything therein. Earth Day, observed now for five decades on April the 22nd, has become a time to reread that first Bible with fresh eyes and fresh comprehension to rehabilitate the planet bit by bit and our intimately connected relationship with it. Because the truth is we can't live without it, our brother, sister in the family of creation. Whether or not we like the humility of it, we are in fact hitched to everything else in the universe. And we're beginning to notice. Scientists over the past several years have been learning fresh insights, for example, into the ways that forests thrive using what has rather whimsically been called the wood wide web. Those curious growths that we 
generally thought of as parasites, fungi and mosses, turn out to be essential to tree vitality and, and even collaboration. Researchers like Peter Wohleben, who describes it in his marvelous book, The Hidden Life of Trees, have come to observe how those humble and heretofore dismissed organisms plug into the root systems of trees and plants at a cellular level and create an interface across which resources and messages are subsequently carried. And then those fungi plug into the roots of other trees and so the trees can talk to each other after a fashion. What we might have sought to eradicate as harmful turns out to be among the most mystical keys to the forest's survival. Taken as an analog, it does kind of make you wonder what might be the fungi and hyphae in our neighborhoods or churches or cultures. The task, as the Apostle Paul in particular and the first Bible in general imply it is not then identifying around us what all to exploit and reject and eradicate and fence out, but rather to discern within all these precious and diverse things that God has made their inherent occasion for holy thanksgiving. What, in other words, might be their good and valuable contribution that I simply haven't recognized? And how might I make room for it? Blessing us both. Discerning and incorporating and then celebrating the abundance that suddenly surrounds us. The first Bible, which, as the Apostle Paul acknowledged, tells us pretty much everything we need to know about God, keeps reminding me that these problems uh, is not in the capacity of all those wonders around me to be, but rather in my capacity to see. The work, in other words, is on my side of the street. But I don't have to work it alone. I can ask the animals. They'll teach me. The birds of the air, they'll tell me. I can ask the plants of the earth and they'll have something to say. The fish of the sea, they too will declare. Because who among all these doesn't know that the hand of the Lord has done all this? In God's hand is the life of every living thing, the breath of every human being. May the fruit we gather from this season of planting contain the seeds for still more expansive thanksgiving as we continually discover how bad we need each other in this abundant inseparably intertwined community of grace. Thanks be to God.
I'll have to admit that the songs of Fanny Crosby aren't always my favorites, but in recent weeks when the whole earth seems to be ill and all therein seems to be apprehensive and anxious, this one has constantly passed through my soul. Pass me not, old gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. I'm calling Savior, Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Trusting only in thy merit Would I seek thy face Heal my wounded, broken spirit And save me by thy grace I'm calling Savior, Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, please don't pass me Thou the spring of all my comfort More than life to me Whom have I on earth beside thee Whom in heaven but thee Am calling saying While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. While on others thou art calling, please don't pass me by.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Julie. Uh, we had scheduled Tim to preach for us this Earth Sunday about two months ago. And so we are thankful that you uh, were able to still do that for us. Um, I was thinking, uh, well, uh, we're about to switch to communion and I invite you to prepare um, whatever way you can with a um, some bread or cracker or cookie or coffee or juice or wine or whatever you have water around your house. And it reminds me that even though we are all sitting in our homes, maybe all alone, just us, maybe with family members. Uh, we are alone and it makes communion seem strange, but as Tim reminded us, uh, we are never alone. That this, uh, we have a tortilla. Uh, it comes from grain, which was grown, which was harvested, which was uh, sifted and prepared and baked and packaged and delivered and sold and purchased that this one piece here connects us to a great communion of saints that we will never see, faces that we will never know. And that here in this cup, this juice began as seeds planted, as vines grown over years and years, tended and cared for a vineyard that, that then picked the grapes, that then smashed the grapes, that then uh, whatever you do to make uh, grape juice uh, and to keep it from uh, becoming wine, I guess, and packaged and sold and delivered and sold, put on shelves and sold to us. And now here in our cup that we are intricately connected, all of us. And no matter if we are alone, when we are alone, we are truly never alone. And for these good gifts and all the communion of people that brought them to us, we give thanks. And we were reminded that as we join at whatever table we are, be it a lap or a coffee table or a dining room table, that here God always gathers with us. And this great communion of saints is one that extends throughout time, that when we sit at table, we gather at table with all those who've gone before. And we are right there in the room with Jesus on the night he was betrayed as he took that bread that bread from the Passover meal that was before them. And he broke it and he gave thanks. And he said, take and eat this bread is my body. And even this I give you. And after they had eaten the bread, he took the cup and he lifted it up and gave thanks and said, take, drink, this cup is my blood, the blood of a new covenant poured out for the forgiveness of sins for the whole world. And everyone at the table took and shared in that cup. For these good gifts, we give thanks. So God, thank you for your communion. For us, even though we're distanced, to be gathered together with you, with your disciples, with Christians, with all those who make this possible, we give you thanks. Amen. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. All are always welcome, wherever you are, to come to Christ's table. Ready the body and blood of Christ. I would like to. Oliver, the body and blood of Christ for you. I want to drink it. I need to drink it. Finn, the body and blood of Christ for you. Taylor, the body and blood of Christ for you.
you didn't serve some. me. <laughs> <laughs> There's Travis, a little bit left. The body and blood of Christ for you. Amen. Okay, now you can drink the rest. <laughs> well, um, we have one uh, last special treat. It is. Um, special. In some churches on this Sunday, uh, there's a tradition that's kind of grown. They uh, throughout throughout the decades called uh, it's called Holy Humor Sunday, and so it's sort of a opportunity after Easter just to let go and churches do their thing. And there's a few of our colleagues that are going with that. Um, but uh, I thought, in the spirit of that, uh, Doug Pierce, uh, as we know, has uh, grown into a poet under the tutelage of our beloved Carolyn Huckel. And uh, he sent us a couple poems throughout all this that we intended to read before, but in the midst of preparing and getting all this tech done and, and all of that and remembering everything that needed to be done, we forgot this. So I have two poems from Doug Pierce to end our time. And one of them I had to edit just a little bit, Doug, because uh, you had written it right before Easter. And so I edited it for a post-Easter poem. Uh, but here uh, we have the words of Sir Doug Pierce, the great poet. Corona dictates that our social distance we must maintain, but our love for one another drives the devil insane. Missing being in church is absolutely no fun because we have the best pastors under the sun, S-O-N. The church may not be a beehive right now. However, the spirit of Easter remains very much alive. Our lives have been turned upside down, causing some to despair for life now seems so unfair. We will get through this no matter how long because we are all NCC strong. Yay! And then also from Doug Pierce. Another Sunday stuck at home and we all wish we could roam. So now our isolation has been extended. We, will we ever get to be social as intended? Easter services were via cyber so shopping for outfits did not make one hyper. In response to all of this, we will all adjust and remaining positive is a must. So from cell block 6490, maintain good health. All right, oh, sorry, I read that wrong. So from cell block 6490, maintain good health. All righty. <laughs> Alrighty, Doug, thank you for sharing that. Uh, and I'll uh, maybe copy and paste that um, into some email or something so you can uh, read those words. Well, good people, uh, we are thankful uh, for you hanging with us in the midst of our early uh, technical difficulties. Um, and uh, I hope today in the midst of the sun and this beautiful spring day after a long a cold week uh, with two snowfalls that today you can go out and enjoy this Earth Sunday and Earth Day happening later this week. Uh, go out, enjoy the sun, um, smile and give thanks for all God's gifts that come to us. Let us close as we have for the last uh, few weeks with God be with you till we meet again. God be with you till we meet again.
people take care of yourselves take care of each other and take care of this gracious good earth we love you we love you and i don't know if those words were even on the screen it may not have been i just noticed uh, so uh, oh. oh so we'll see i don't know it may have been we'll see in a minute uh, but thank you for sticking with us uh, through all the fun i know a few people weren't able to get on so hopefully um you've been able to watch the video after it was posted and we love you, and we'll see you soon. A reminder, Zoom, Zoom fellowship, fellowship will begin in just a moment. I'm about to post the link in our Facebook group so you can find it there or check your email from last night. Bye. Bye. Love Peace you. be with you. Mwah.